Welcome to Leveling Up with Nicole Smith. I am Nicole Smith, CEO and founder of JMS Creative Leadership Solutions, where we help individuals transform from top performers to exemplary leaders. With that said, it is my pleasure to introduce a very, very special guest. But you know, I have to tell you the impact this young lady has, and she will definitely demonstrate how she leveled up and how you can too. Taylor Jackson Red is an entrepreneur and a proud mom of two who decided to take an idea of owning her own liquor brand and turn it into her reality. Her dream began in law and she earned not one, my friends, but two law degrees. She moved to Charlotte from Ohio and a year after that, she created Your Favorite Bartender as a business model that will allow her to step away from the nightlife working as a bartender and be part of a more intimate setting events. Taylor took additional steps to become a certified mixologist and founded Poor Mixology Cocktail Catering. But something was still missing. Taylor knew she had to and wanted to create a brand around her grandmother's legacy, which she will share. Taylor took her first steps to creating Red Rose Vodka. Yes, my friends, I have with me today a young African-American female who created her own liquor, and it is good. I've had it myself. It's very good. (laughs) I want her to tell her story and how she rises up or rose up to the challenge being in a white male-dominated industry. Welcome, Taylor. Hello, hello. Thank you. This is your first time on this podcast, yes. Leveling Up with Nicole Smith. I'm so excited. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're, you're with us. So yes. we spoke about, or I spoke about in the introduction, you creating your own liquor brand. And that is so exciting. I remember when I first met you, I was like, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Because <laughs> how do you do that? Right. And, you know, it, you shared with me some of the nuances in the industry And then I sat back and I realized, wow, you're in a white male dominated industry. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about how you, you know, you went for it. You Mm -hmm. took the bull by the horns Mm -hmm. and you doing it. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. So (laughs) first, let's let the listeners know, know, what is Red Rose? Tell us about Red Rose. Red Rose is a flavored vodka brand. We currently have the strawberry lemon flavor that is selling. It's smooth. Yes. It's flavorful and can be sipped over ice. No mixer, no chaser. Yes. I just wanted to create something that reminded me of my grandmother in a way that most people won't understand. Mm -hmm. But when you drink Red Rose, you can relate to what the brand's meaning is. Yes. And it comes in such a beautiful bottle. My friends, the detail in this, not just the flavor, Mm -hmm. um... But just the detail, every detail, the rose on the front of the bottle, the bottle is black. So Mm -hmm. if you're that type of person who likes to um, display Mm -hmm. their liquor out on the the cabinets or in the kitchen and so forth, it's a beautiful, beautiful bottle. Mm -hmm. So Taylor, we've talked about this. I want you to share your story because you have a beautiful story and a very unique story story. And then I want you to share later on, you know, just what were those challenges that, that you, you dealt with? But first we want to let the listeners know, why did you start Red Rose? Why did you start it? Um, before my grandmother passed, I had moved to North Carolina. 
Um, in her last days, I just could not make it back to Ohio to even be at family reunions or birthdays or mm. nothing. Um, and the last time I saw her, I remember her face. She was sitting in front of the door just watching the sunlight and her eyes were just like glistening. But not being able to see her before she passed just really put me in a very dark place. Yeah. And so what did, where did the idea spark? What made you mm -hmm. say, you know what, I'm going to create mm -hmm. my own vodka. That's not something we just sit on the couch right. and talk <laughs> about, talk about doing, we talk about going yes. to get a, yes. a, a glass of vodka, but not. <laughs> I'm going to make my own. Yeah, I'm going to make my own. I would have yes. never thought about it. So, so what made you start it? I mean, mm. tell like. What made you start Red Rose, and mm -hmm. when did you sell your first bottle? Okay, so I, when I moved to North Carolina, I didn't have a job. I just left. You had was, two law degrees, though. I did. <laughs> I was working for the uh, district court judge in Ohio, and she was retiring. And I said, you know what, I'm going to pack my car up, and I'm going to go somewhere, but I didn't know where. Oh, okay. Landed in Charlotte, um, took the bartending class because I knew I could make quick money. Mm. And fell in love with the art. And became a master in mixology. Yes. yes. You got certified. Yes, yes. I did. Yes. <laughs> so just from being in the bar atmosphere and women always coming to the bar saying, can I get something sweet? But I don't want a lot of mixers. I don't want a, want a whole lot going on in my right. glass. I just want something cute and simple. Mm -hmm. Honest to God, truth, there's nothing I can give you behind this bar that's going to be cute, simple, simple. and taste good. It's right. just not. It's not going to happen. No matter how much flavored, whatever it is. So... Being in the legal industry mm -hmm. helped me in this situation because once I started be really learning the mixology lifestyle, mm -hmm. who owns this stuff? When right. you go into a liquor store, who owns well, this? Right. Where is this stuff coming from? <laughs> who is pumping this out? Right. So learning the, comp the bigger companies that own 80% yes. of the marketplace, 80%, Ooh. and then going back and saying... Are there regular people that own this stuff? Regular people like you and me. Yes, regular. <laughs> just regular. Just regular. Yes. So going, uh, just doing my research, figuring out who owns this stuff. Why can't I own it? Right. Why can't I have something that women come to the bar and say, give me Red Rose? Right. Um, it's, it's definitely been a process. It's not the easiest process to do. Um, spirits is classified as its own entity where beer and wine is different okay so having to jump full force into the spirit right. of liquor right is completely different i know you taught me so much some of the things that you're telling me <laughs> i said you have to do what right why <laughs> exactly who yes. why do you have to go through them and to your point mm -hmm. who owns it Yes. And you said 80% of the marketplace. The There's three major companies that are outside of the U.S. Okay. that own the marketplace. So Even in the United States. So you said outside of the United States. Yes. So three major companies. Yes, outside of the U.S. own all like. Wow. Yes, everything in the United States. Did not know that. Yes. I mm -hmm. did not know that. Yep. I, so. You know, you sold your first bottle mm -hmm. when? We're going to talk about what it took for you to yes. get there. But mm -hmm. when did you sell your, your first bottle? So my first bottle was January 11, 2020, and it was to my twin cousin. It was to your, twi your twin, my cousin. twin cousin? My twin cousin, yes. <laughs> did they like it? You have to see her to know why I call her uh, my twin. Oh, okay. So you need to like. <laughs> yes. So. She loved it. Absolutely. So, so 
continuing with you mentioned your mm -hmm. your grandmother mm -hmm. okay so mm -hmm. where did she come in in regards to you know what i'm going to name this mm -hmm. red rose mm -hmm. what is the meaning behind that name mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. that so my grandmother um was a very strong tenacious woman mm -hmm. um she had her own business she was an entrepreneur um during segregation which is Unheard totally of. yeah unheard just, of <laughs> yes right um she owned flea markets and she owned oh. a bottling recycling company oh okay yes Interesting. she had three flea markets um and that's what brought red rose she was just the demeanor she carried the name she had when people saw her grandchildren all those rosemary's grandchildren don't so rosemary don't was them. rosemary yes. was her first rosemary. name yeah okay. um People knew who she was mm. in any city you went into in Ohio. Mm. That's Rosemary. She had a presence. Yes. yes. Okay. You just do what she says. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying she was a leader? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All righty. That's it. So what made you, you know, do this after her, in her honor? Mm -hmm. um, so <sighs> let me ask you this. Okay. So we're talking about your grandmother. Yes segregation yes. if today hey grandma mm -hmm. i have a liquor brand named after yes. you what would be her reaction oh, my God, you're make me cry. oh don't don't do that not not today not today okay so she would be proud of you very because my grandmother would be like you couldn't name yeah no, red she, after me or something right, exactly <laughs> some exactly. ice cream exactly. you wanted to name, name exactly. some vodka yeah yes. okay all right because the she did bottle recycling. What can I put in a bottle? Right, right. And if she was here today, she would be highly proud. Really? I just want uh, to keep your name alive. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, you have some of that tenacity. You yes. have some of that. Yes, that, especially that. jumping into a white male-dominated industry. I have to have that tenacity. Yes, yes. So, um, so I'm glad you, you said that. So let's let's segue into that. So I think that what people want to know is what is it like being in a male dominated industry, and how did you think you've managed not only being a female but African American, mm -hmm. and dare we say you're a millennial? Mm -hmm. yes, yes, my friends, she yes. is a millennial. Yes. So I don't care what you say about those <laughs> doggone millennials, <laughs> the ones I work with. We're doing something. They're doing something. <laughs> they are doing something. So I don't know who you hanging around with, but I'm hanging around some some cool millennials. Yes. 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 So what it what is that? What has been that challenge of just being a minority in this industry? Can you give us examples of some of the? Uh, I want to say some of the the looks, the smugs, or even some of the help mm -hmm. that you may even have received from people mm -hmm. in this industry. Mm -hmm. So what has that been like? It's been extremely interesting, more or less so when I talk on the phone with someone and I say X, Y, and Z, they're like, wow, you really know the industry. And I'm okay. like, yes, yeah. I do. Yes. Uh -huh. And then once I step into the room and they see who I am. Mm. Different looks. This is you? This is this. This you. was you I was yeah, talking yeah. to on the phone. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of them say, so... Do you just own the name? You own mm. the brand in total? Um, because there's actually a few companies that are currently out right now. They source their vodka mm. from different places. Oh, I'm but learning they so much. Sell today. it <laughs> like it's theirs and it's not theirs. Oh. The vodka is mine. 
Yes. The name is mine. Say it again for the people in the back. The vodka is mine. Yes. The brand is mine. The name is mine. Yes. So when they ask me questions and we go into conversation, they just look at me like, mm. So you gonna take over? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I'm glad yes. you asked. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, um, it's been really interesting. Just be uh, the biggest thing is they don't take me seriously. Hmm. Um, the liquor industry is not an industry you can jump in and just make a quick dollar, flip it, whatever the case may be. It's a lot. Say that again. It's it, where you just it's go not, in. It's not a quick dollar. It's not absolutely not. You have to be fully invested. Um, all fifty states are different. And laws with what you can do with your alcohol. 17 of them are controlled. So you can't move any product. Controlled by who? The state. Okay. The state. state. Okay. Um, You have to go through the government and get federal permits. You have to trademark your name, your logo, all of that before you can even get anything on a bottle. Because if somebody comes after your name, um, your whole operation gets shut down. There is a company that came after me when I trademarked Red Rose. Oh, and I'm assuming everything's good. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we it's, still have red rose. Yeah, it's uh, I cried when I saw the email from the trademark attorney. Mm-hmm. I was like, because it's a really big company. They are well known. Oh, and they said I cannot use my name because it's going to infringe on their company. Oh, well, I'm assuming everything worked out well. Yes. Because you're still here today. Yes. We're still good. I said, uh-uh, we're not doing that. We're not doing that, right. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm glad you took the time to fight back because a lot of people feel, too, mm-hmm. that when we get uh, notifications as such that mm-hmm. we're supposed to just submit and conform yes. and say, yes. okay. Yes, But so, no, I'm glad you I'm glad you, you fought that. Absolutely. Yeah. Even poor mixology. Someone came after me for that, too. Oh, somebody trying to get a little piece of the pie. We're okay. not doing that. We're not doing that. Well, I'm glad you yes. found. And did they know that you had two law degrees? No, I'm just <laughs> exactly. Don't don't do that. Don't like, do that. Mm-mm. Don't come, you got the wrong one. So, um, has it been difficult getting your brand like in bars, in restaurants, mm-hmm. in stores? Because you said every state is is mm-hmm. different. Even shipping. Mm-hmm. See, we're gonna we about to educate the listeners mm-hmm. today because you mm-hmm. you cannot uh, buy liquor online mm-hmm. in certain states. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so has that been challenging for you? Very, very challenging. The biggest, the thing that say, okay, so let's start over. Oh yeah, yeah. I sold my first bottle January twenty twenty. After January, we went into a pandemic. Yes, we did. <laughs> so everything was shut down. Right. In my head. I don't have a business because what yeah. can I do? So shipping online is what saved me. Okay. So at that time we were only shipping online to 25 states. Well, that's not bad. Now we're at 40 states. Okay. So I've been working with distribution because for me, additionally, I'm a mom. I can't get up and go. I can't get up and travel like mm-hmm. that all the time. So how can I reach my audience? I can ship it. Right. So I've been working with di- distribution and saying, like, why are you guys not available in all these states? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been my saving grace. As far as getting in bars and restaurants, um, prior to COVID, I was going back and forth to meet with those people, to um, have conversations with bar. Red Rose is coming out. Mm-hmm. Would you like it to be in your bar doing samplings mm-hmm. and things like that? And they, uh, the marketplace absolutely loved it. But once COVID hit and everything got shut down, as everything was reopening, those mm-hmm. same people were not in their right. same position or they had left or they didn't come back. 
So I'm starting the wheel all over again okay. and starting from the beginning to go back in there and say, hey, this is Red Rose. Would you like to purchase it? So even um, what I don't think people understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> look, in talking to Taylor, I've become a liquor connoisseur, <laughs> and, and I know the industry. No. Um, but you have to go through the ABC commission yes. and so forth yes. to be able to even get into some restaurants yes. because the restaurants have to purchase yes. from the ABC commission. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so, um, there are 17 control states in the United States. Okay. Out of those 17, which means the state controls alcohol sales. Right. So the bottles would have to ship to the ABC commission warehouse. Mm -hmm. The ABC commission warehouse will then ship those bottles to the store that the bar and restaurants order from. So each bar and restaurant has their, it's like a zoning, mm -hmm. like a zone. And they have to get it from that store. Mm -hmm. So then the ABC commission ships out to those stores. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole process. So what I'm hearing is that your first bottle was sold on January, 2020, but there mm -hmm. was m probably many years of education, yes. learning, mm -hmm. prepping. And I think that, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I think when people think about going into, uh, owning their own business or mm -hmm. entrepreneurship, that mm -hmm. it's like, I'm going to make a quick dollar off this product, no. or it's going to be quick and no. fast. What I want my listeners to understand is that there is no such thing as an overnight success. No. We have worked hard years prior learning our craft mm -hmm. and doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, with you specifically, having to know the laws and mm -hmm. who does what and who owns what and mm -hmm. handling legal situations that come your way and so forth, whew, that can be tough. So I, I just want my listeners to know that mm -hmm. if you're going to invest, mm -hmm. you need to invest not only your money, mm -hmm but your time as well, because you need to educate yourself in your craft mm -hmm. and what you do. Yeah. I, the biggest thing for me is I hate when people say I'm tired of, uh, making the white man a dollar or whatever they say, yeah. cause they have to clock into a job. Right. I just clocked out of a job. Like I yeah. just, yeah. I started poor in 2016, mm. um, red rose in 2017. Mm -hmm. I just poor became, mixology. Yes, okay. poor yeah. mixology. I just became a full-time entrepreneur this year. Yes. So what you're saying is you had another job. I had jobs, 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 <laughs> jobs. Yeah. So that's another thing you do as an entrepreneur. You do yes. what you have to do to bring exactly. in money, yes. multiple streams of income. And if multiple Absolutely. streams of income means that you mm -hmm. have to work for another business at yes. the same time, that will help you finance your own yes. business. Then you do what you Absolutely. have to do. And the bigger thing is if you want to own your own business, if you want to grow, you have to have employees learn what they are teaching you and right. how you want to operate. Right. So, so Taylor, you're, you're, you know, you're close to my heart. Yes. Um, you and I have had conversations and mm -hmm. so forth. Um, one question I want to ask you, um, the business acumen, mm -hmm. the numbers we've mm -hmm. talked about knowing mm -hmm. your business and so mm -hmm. forth, what journey has that been for you over the past two mm -hmm. years? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long journey and I'm still learning. Yes. I'm not, we done. all are. No, definitely not done. Um, those numbers stress. No, me what, out. what I tell you, you I don't know just, your numbers. You don't yes, know your business. You don't. No. So in the last two years, I had to know those numbers. You had to know your I numbers. I had to know those numbers. 
And I had to get uncomfortable with having uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. with the people who create the bottles. Right. What's my minimum? And how many? And then once you have all your, the UPC, the caps, the bottles, mm-hmm. the because the bottles the cost painting, money too. Yes. yes. <laughs> and my bottles are painted. Yes, your bottles so are beautiful though. They're more expensive. Mm-hmm. The boxes that they go in, mm-hmm. the whole bottle, the fill. What my cost breakdown is X amount. Right. How many bottles is it going to take to actually make a profit? Correct. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's to break that stuff down, but you have to be uncomfortable with looking at those numbers. But you got to know your numbers. You got to know your you numbers. Know. And that's something. And I know that. right now. I can, I can spit it out right now. <laughs> you know your numbers, girl. Yes, yes. So I have seen Taylor, I, I have to be honest with the audience, mm-hmm. I've seen you in the past two years just blossom like a beautiful mm-hmm. red rose. Um, I've seen you blossom. Um, I've seen you participate in business programs, which, mm-hmm. you know, this is where, again, listeners, invest in yourself, invest your time, invest your money. You know, if you have to take business courses, business classes, mm-hmm. um, uh, organizations that will help you run your, your business. I've seen you do podcasts. Yes, yes. I've seen you do television interviews. Mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. you do radio interviews. Mm-hmm. So you've done so well, I have to say, mm-hmm. in the last few years that Thank I you. have known you. you. So one of the last questions I do want to ask you is, you know, just how do you every day mm. As a mompreneur, you know, as an entrepreneur and a mother, mm-hmm. and what advice would you give someone that is resonating with mm-hmm. you and going, I want to do mm-hmm. what she's doing. If she can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. So what's that advice you want to give someone? My advice is to get consistent sleep. Consistent sleep? Yes. <laughs> Look, oh, I forgot. You, you are a mom yes, as well. So. I'm a mom. I have two kids. Um, both of their fathers live in Ohio. Okay. So I'm here doing it by myself. Um, I moved my mom down last yes. year. Um, she's working. And now that I'm traveling more, she's able to help out. Mm-hmm. Um, but my daily routine is I wake up at 6. I get them up about 6.45. Get mm-hmm. them both on the bus. I go. I have to go to the gym. If I don't go to the gym, my day will be trash. It's a peace of mind. Yes. Yeah, it's a peace I of mind. I have to go to the yes, gym. Yes, I agree with you. I work... I, I structure my day where I work between 10.30 and 2.45, so I have to get my daughter off the bus at 3. Mm-hmm. So if that means I have to go back to my computer around 8 or 9 just to mm-hmm. finish up some stuff, that's what I'll do. But if I don't get to it, it'll be there the next day. The thing about your business is that if you don't get it done today, it will be there for you tomorrow. It will be. Um, and then the next thing I would say is that when I was not getting adequate sleep, I was not able to be a mother to my kids. Or even, and then that, that affected your performance, your productivity in your business. Absolutely. It affects everything. It affects everything. So that whole late night, early mornings, no, I go to bed at 10 o'clock. Yes, ma'am. And I don't, I don't play no games. I'm about my sleep too. I'm (laughs) in the bed. (laughs) If that means I have to take a bath or whatever the case may be, I am in the bed. My phone is on do not disturb. Good for you. Because you have to set those boundaries with yourself. Yes. Because you will lose yourself Mm -hmm. trying to provide for someone else. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's been a long journey. It's been a long journey. Yes, it's been a, a long journey. So what, in regards to your specific industry, mm-hmm. okay, because your industry has 
like like I said earlier, those little nuances, those little specific mm-hmm. things that if you miss one item, mm-hmm. if you slip, mm-hmm. it could be done. They it will could take be it. over. Yeah, they'll take so it. So what's one piece of advice you would give for somebody that says, you know what? Mm-hmm. I might create my own brand mm-hmm. of liquor as well. Yeah. But what's that one piece of advice that you would give to that person? Speak to an attorney. Speak to an speak to an attorney. There you have it. Because if I didn't know what, if I didn't have my degrees, this would be way harder right. than what it is. Mm-hmm. But I've only I have an attorney on retainer, but I've only had to reach out to him like a couple times because right. I can I know how to figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. But the first step, anybody who asks me, I want to start my own brand. What should I do? Consult with an attorney. Yes. And I'm talking trademarks, laws. Talk to a industry specific attorney, not just anybody. Okay. Um, and know how to structure your business. Because it's more than just getting an EIN and LLC. Uh, that's a fact. Yes. So <laughs> on that yes. note, thank you so much. Thank you for having yes, me. Thank you so much, Taylor. You yes. are extraordinary. And I want thank you. everyone listening to experience your beautiful creation, your yes. beautiful product. So how can they reach you for mm-hmm. group events, bartending events, mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. events? Mm-hmm. Because I believe everyone needs to hear your story. Yes. How can they reach you? So you can go to redrosevodka.com. Red is two days. It's it's not a color. It's a name. <laughs> R-E-D-D-R-O-S-E-B-O-D-K-A.com. From there in our about, you can find Poor Mixology. Um, and on social media, it's Red Rose Vodka or Poor Mixology on every platform. All right. Well, thank you, Taylor. You know I love you. Yes, I do. Yes, and I support you 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you again. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Leveling Up with Nicole Smith. And until next time, lean into your greatness. Cheers. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Leveling Up with Nicole Smith. To reach out to me, you can contact me on my website, jmscreatesleaders.com. Of course, I'm on social media. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Nicole F. Smith. Of course, Facebook, Nicole Smith. And on my Instagram, the Nicole underscore smith and you can download my podcast in my bio link